Welcome to the pregame beer podcast, the only podcast to keep you buzzing well into the tenth end. It's a little curling reference for you there, Curran. How are you doing, buddy? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I've been uh, glued to my phone for the past uh, few days, as everyone else has, uh, keeping track of this this NFL free agency period, and uh, I haven't been disappointed. Best TV show I've watched in a long time. It's been fucking wild, man. It's been a lot of fun. I'm uh, I'm liking the way the league's trending. It looks like we're starting to get uh, we're starting to get like a shift in power, kind of sort of. It looks like. Yeah, it seems like the players are really starting to get a lot more power than they've had before. My only concern is that they're heading toward a strike. Mm. However, I don't think we should really get into that now. If you want to read about that, you can read about it on WTP.com. Wow. Sorry, WTPSports.com. There you go. Nice plug, though, either way. Yeah, well, I did write, write, write a pretty decent blog about it a week ago. About, um, But this is the players off season, man. They're, they're getting paid Good for them. A lot of like guaranteed cash too, which is rare for the NFL. A lot of times you'll see incentive laden deals, but there is a lot of guaranteed money being thrown around right now. And good for these guys because with the abuse they put their bodies through, they did, they need some incentive to get up and go to work. I mean, you oh, never yeah. know when it's going to be your last time out in the field. So a lot good of for teams these guys throwing guaranteed money out and no team is throwing out more guaranteed money than the, Fucking New York Jets. Oh, yeah, son. That, um, they just signed a rapper. Did you see that? I saw that. Some small guy named Le'Veon Bell? I think that's how you say his name. Yeah, no, but and serious, seriously, though, the, uh, the Jets are making moves right now. Making good moves, too, for the record. They're adding good to great players in, uh, important, uh, at important positions, too. All I know is they fucking stole C.J. Mosley from me, so I will never forgive them. I wouldn't even say they stole him. I'd say they bought him from you. They offered $3 million more than the next highest offer. Do you think that was the Ravens? The Ravens offered $14 million a year. And... The Jets paid him 17 Oh, there you go. The next highest middle linebacker is making 12 and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Maybe the taxes. No, there's no way the taxes are better in New York. In New yeah, York? Yeah, I know. I, res- I, I take that back. I take all that back. Yeah, that sucks for you, man. But, like, good for the Jets. And oh, the Jets great will- for the Jets. The Jets are um, coming That's a huge here. move for, the, for their defense. You know, their secondary is already pretty solid. Their deep line is one of the best in the leagues because they only draft defensive linemen. And uh, that offense is looking pretty good. You know, you got. Yeah, they got Jamison Crowder. They just added Le'Veon Bell to a massive four year, $52 million contract. Um, Le'Veon Bell is such a fucking difference maker because he's basically a wide receiver and a running back in one. Yeah. Hopefully he gets down to his playing weight again. I heard he ballooned up. So we'll have to make sure he gets, drops those 30 pounds that he supposedly gained. I, I did hear he gained some weight, but I also don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Oh, I, I want the Le'Veon Bell. If it's Bell, muscle? That, it's not muscle. There's no way he put on 30 pounds of muscle when he wasn't playing. I don't know, man. If he, if he stuck to a strict workout regimen and not like a maintaining regimen like you're doing when you're playing in the NFL, yeah. he could have put on a lot of fucking muscle. 
if he's fucking fat, whatever, he's going to shed that weight by training camp. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Jets, they, you know what? They've, uh, they've gone out and they've signed marquee guys. And I think that that, that win total is going to go from three to a solid seven next year with these additions. I don't, I don't think you're necessarily far off. All I know is that it's driving Pats fans fucking nuts. Yeah, I don't know why. I They're mean, being so fucking defensive right now. As a Patriot fan, I'm just like, like, just talk to me. It, it, it sucks kind of because like I don't like get that excited. Like I, I'm excited to watch Tom play, and I'm excited to like see the guys and everything. But like, I really don't feel like there's a discussion about the NFL that's relevant to the Patriots until like talk to me when, when we're in January. Like, there's nothing that that's going to happen in this division that's really gonna, really gonna fuck with them. There's I no saw, signing out there that's going to change the, the the weight of the division. I saw a a Patriots fan who works for this company, WTP Sports. Shout out, and I'm not going to name names. Cough, cough, Connor. Oh Retweeted my. winning stats by running backs to make it seem like Le'Veon Bell wasn't going to help the Jets. Oh no, Le'Veon's going to be great. Like it's like the best thing you can get for Sam Darnold right now. I've been telling people for a while QB wins are not a true stat you should not be judging your quarterback by winning percentage and then he goes and fucking throws out running back when like running back wins has anything to do with anything you got yeah. you got I mean, your you got stud Barry new quarterback Sanders. a great running back yeah I'm not saying they're winning the division but maybe they're in contention for a wild card now. Yeah, it's, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that. Especially with Coleccio Semley on their offensive line now. Very underrated trade. Yeah, I mean, seven wins. I, I mean, I say seven wins. I think that's, that's where it should be if you're, like, actually making a conservative gesture, like, yeah. you know, a realistic one. But you I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the – like, if it's, like, week 17 and the Jets are, like – either eight and seven or nine and six and going for the sixth seed, I would not be surprised at all. Absolutely. Between seven and nine wins is where I'm going to expect them to come in. They're the second best team in the AFC East. I think we can all agree on that. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's kind of exciting to see where this, this franchise goes. It's exciting to see these loser franchises suddenly become somewhat relevant. Yeah, dare I say the Jets are going to be almost fun to watch this year? They're absolutely going to be fun to watch. Yeah. And um, it's going to make New England going into New York a hell of a lot more interesting, too. A place where they seem to have a difficult enough time as it is. I mean, division games are always different. They're always hard. But now you've actually got a good team, a good-ish team in the division. You have things to worry about. You have weeks that you can't take off. There's not going to be – you're not going to go into New York and you're going to go, oh, great, like this is just a win, like good for us. Like, you know what, you're going to New York and like we got to – they got to play a good game if they want to win this game. Like, and that's good. That's good for that's good for watching the league too. Like I, I have more fun when there's more competition. Like the Jets still need an actual perimeter player as a wide receiver, mm-hmm. and probably to build up their offensive line a little more. But they're starting to put together a competent offense, which for the New York Jets is as high as praise as you can give. When was the last time they had a competent offense? It was like the first ten weeks of that Brett Favre experiment. Maybe the yeah. Fran- the Sanchez when he got him to the playoffs once, maybe. 
I feel like he was only good for like one of the years of the Sanchez. Yeah, I mean there weren't many good years for him, but no. But it's been forever. The the New York Jets are the poor man's Baltimore Ravens when it comes to trying to win Super Bowls off of defense. Yeah, for sure. That's a good comparison. Because they haven't won a Super Bowl off of defense. That's why that's why they're the poor man's. It's hard to do. Yeah, no, you almost always need a quarterback. But they finally have one, probably. I mean, Maybe. I like Sam Darnold. I think he's a real talented dude. I think he's the second-best quarterback in that class. Unfortunately um, for him, the best quarterback in that draft class just got a whole bunch of new weapons. Yeah, that's the real story of NFL free agency right there. And um, the trade the trades that have been going down is how good the Cleveland Browns are getting. Can I ask you a question? Go crazy, kid. Are the Cleveland Browns the favorites in the AFC? Uh, I have a rule in sports, and it's probably a stupid rule, um, but you don't dethrone the king until he's been dethroned. And as of right now, the Patriots are still the favorites in the AFC. See, I agree, but I've got the Browns right in there at number two. I don't think it's a sh- – uh, yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, because Kansas City has only gotten worse this offseason. So, for those of you who have been living under a fucking rock, Kansas City improved their defense by trading for Olivier Vernon. Fuck you, Oliver. And uh, they bought Sheldon Richardson in free agency. And that Good alone sign. was probably enough to push them into playoff contention. But they're like, no, fuck that. We're going to trade for – Odell motherfucking Beckham. Junior. Junior. Fuck Odell Beckham Sr. (laughs) But they got the best wide receiver in the league to pair with Jarvis Landry. Yeah, a terribly underrated character. So they got that going for him. The criminally underrated Nick Chubb. Oh, yeah. With Baker Mayfield... The quarterback with the most swagger in the NFL. All of a sudden, you're looking at a top five, maybe top three offense. It feels like it. I'm telling you, man. The river is not the only thing that's going to be on fire in Cleveland. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the Browns went from when they had when they made their, their defensive additions. I was like, oh, like that's for sure. That's got them up to maybe nine or even ten, which in that division next year is probably going to be enough to win it anyway. But the Odell Beckham Well, thing... let's hold our horses there. I want to talk a bit more about that because I've got a whole different attitude today than I did yesterday. But let's continue on the Browns. You're... All right. I already know where you're going to go with that. But, yeah, I think, I've, I think that nine or ten wins would have won that division anyway. But the Odell Beckham thing changes the whole complex of that thing. because now oh, they go it from... changes everything. They go from good on both sides of the ball – to great on offense and good on defense. I mean, that Odell Beckham, he's gonna he is gonna make Baker's life. We talk about the sophomore slump, and everybody always gets worried about a sophomore slump. He's gonna make Baker's life so much easier. It's gonna be hard to see him taking a step back now. You're at least gonna get him to play as well as he did in the in his rookie year, which with that team, I mean, you are the you are the second yeah you are the second best team in the AFC. But the thing about Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham. Jarvis Landry is a slot receiver. And he's a top 10 receiver in this league. All of a sudden, you're pairing him with Odell Beckham. That's not 
matching up your two best cornerbacks with your two best receivers. Because no. I'm guaranteeing the Browns are going to stack Jarvis Landry on the same side as Odell. Yeah. Odell running deep, running a post, running a slant, and having Jarvis Landry come across the middle 10, 15 yards shallower. You can't cover that unless you're having your number two cornerback playing in the slot, which very few teams do. I really can't name a team that has a cornerback prepared to do that. You're fucked. Yeah, I can't wait for all the primetime games that Cleveland's going to get this year where they just torch teams. It might be Cleveland <laughs> Patriots week one. That um, primetime Thursday game. I don't think the Pats open up this year for the NFL. I think they're going to go with the Browns. No, the Pats open up. Or the, they won the or Super the, Bowl. The Bears. No, I thought the report was that the, the Bears. Oh, and Packers oh, oh, oh you're right. You're right. It's yeah. the centennial year. Yeah. So they'll probably make Pats open up on Sunday night, which is fine. Like, I don't really care. But. Even then. Like, they might open up with, with uh, Browns, Patriots. And who would have seen that coming two years ago? Um, I don't think anyone would have. And I'm, But you know what? I'm ready for it because, like, I love the Patriots being great every year. Like, that's, you know, I'm a Patriot fan. But I do like I, – I mean, I know why people don't. Like, I know why people get sick of them. Because even I get sick of, like, seeing the same, like, six teams that are good every year. So it's nice to see the Browns, like, step it up and, and be a competitive franchise and probably win some games this year. Maybe win a division this year. Yeah. I mean, since 2000, the franchises that have been decent and have been contending for the AFC Championship every year. The Patriots, the Colts, the Broncos, the Steelers, and the Ravens. It's been some combination of those that have been yep. running everything. Yep. And the as Browns of, are as chucking late, a cog in that machine. Yeah, as of late, the Texans. The, well, the Texans have been making the playoffs, but they have not been running the, the, the conference. Right. I have no fear of the Houston Texans. No, I don't ever worry about the Texans when I'm when I'm uh, uh, in the playoffs. At that point, I'm like, I'm all set. I think the Texans might be the third best team in that division this year. Behind Indy, obviously, and then... Obviously. And then, what do you have, Tessie? Maybe Jacksonville. Are you... Uh... Like, I've been a stark Nick Foles hater for so long. Mm-hmm. But even I admit he's better than Bortles. Yeah, he would be. He's not going to, like, overthrow everyone. And I just don't think the Texans are that good. But don't let the Texans sucking distract you from the fact that Cleveland might win 12 games this year. Yeah, it's very real. I actually haven't slotted. I think they'll win 11. But, I, yeah, they 11's could easily. Fair. 11's fair. It's but hard was to enough, win double-digit games. That was enough to get a bye, though, this year. So. Absolutely. And like we said, Kansas City hasn't gotten better. Kansas City has gotten worse. Their two top pass rushers are gone. Eric Berry is gone. That RIP. defense that has already been struggling is worse. Yeah. So, is Patrick Mahomes going to throw behind his back towards a bye? I don't think so. No, he's going to – that team screams taking a step back this upcoming year as of right now sorry tyler i love you bud but your your chiefs are just not going to be as good it doesn't look like it the team that might 
keep the Browns in wildcard weekend is going to be the San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, sleep people sleeping on them. I mean, I'm sleeping on them, honestly. Um, but that was a good team this year. And they kind of get forgotten. Tyrell Williams, and that was it, really? Yep. <laughs> good good linebacker signing in Thomas Davis. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Real great, solid guy. Great t- linebacker signing. I mean, but their defense gets they're, better. They're adding a great player to an already solid linebackers unit, so I don't think yep. it makes them that much better. Yeah. Um, no, but they won, they won 12, 12 games last year. Oh, like, absolutely. I think they're going to be right around there again. I have got them slated at 11. Yeah, I mean they're probably winning that division as of right now. Probably. So, but you're right. But no, that's the team the, that could. That the could real for question sure. is, can Cleveland beat them? And I think Cleveland might go undefeated in the division this year. That that's saying something, man. I mean, that's really. It's those division games are just different. We talked about it with the Patriots. I mean, I've I've got them slated to go four and two in the division. But undefeated's not out of the question. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. It's not out of the question. I just like that's just such a. We we're all. You know what this Cleveland Browns thing reminds me of? What? Remember when um, Matt Ryan came out and the Falcons went like, what were they eleven and five his rookie year? Yeah. And then like I think they were nine and seven, and then like the next year they loaded up, and it was like. Man, if everybody does like does their job and like Ryan gets better and um, the, all these players that they've acquired like actually come in and play well, like this team could win thirteen games. And then they ended up winning like twelve or thirteen games. I think they went to the uh, NFC Championship game or something that year against the Packers. I think that was the year the Packers went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's what this Browns team reminds me of. This Browns team reminds me of that that young Falcons core where you were like, if everybody like plays well, this team has got the talent to win a lot of football games and go very deep into the playoffs. This is very unrelated, but it needs to be thrown out there anytime anyone mentions Matt Ryan. That Joe Flacco went to the AFC Championship game that year, despite being drafted like 10 spots below Matt Ryan. Okay. Is that, that, that was what you... It's just very unrelated. We beat the Patriots in the wild card game that year. No, you, no, oh, that year, yeah. Then you beat the Dolphins. Yeah. No, no you didn't. We lost no, to the that was, Steelers that was in the AFC Championship. You didn't beat the Dolphins that year. Yeah, I don't think we beat the Dolphins. You beat the Dolphins' rookie year. That was so. Joe Flacco's rookie year. Yeah, so no, yeah, you beat the Patriots that year. That was a bad Patriot team. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah. I don't remember who you guys beat in the second round, but who fucking cares? However, it gives the new Denver Broncos starting quarterback – a two and two record against the Patriots in the playoffs, which is probably the best out there among active quarterbacks. Are you going to bring that up every single time we talk about Joe Flacco? I mean, we're not going to talk about him a lot because that that Broncos team is going to be ass. Six and ten. Six and ten, at best. Five and eleven. Yeah, that's Tank a bad team. Tua. That's a bad team. Tank for Tua. I feel bad for Von Miller. I really like Von Miller. I, I like Von Miller a lot too. I mean, the guy the guy raises chickens. Yeah. He's a man's man. He's got nice hats, too. Oh, great hats. Great style. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to find a man that raises his own chickens, but also dresses impeccably well. No, I know. He almost reminds me of myself. Buddy, you don't have a <laughs> single chicken. Let the to. record show. Kareem Quinlan has zero chickens. I used to have chickens, bro. How many chickens do you have right now? I have zero right now. You have zero chickens. Zero right now. 
Zero. But I used to have Zero. chickens. Chickens are a lot of work, man. They're low-key a lot of work. They are. Because, like, especially when you live, you know, where I live, and coyotes, coyotes love to – the coyotes love chickens as much as you love chickens, and for All completely right, well, different reasons. R.I.P. Curran's chickens. Mm. What, what else we got, man? <laughs> um, all right, let's get back on track. Talked about the Jets. Talked about the Browns. You know who I kind of want to talk about? Baltimore? Uh, so, yes, but that's not who I had in mind right now. I really want to talk about Oakland. Oakland! God fucking damn it, Oakland! Because I, look... They I up think a, they're going to be pretty good! I think they're going to be a lot better. Because, like, look... I understand. They gave up Amari Cooper, and Amari went up, and he tore it up in Dallas. You know who's better than Amari Cooper? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. And they have three, three first-round first draft picks. And they only gave up a third and a fifth for Antonio. That's who's, and theft. then, like, the next day, Odell Beckham Jr. got traded. Over for a next... first and a third. Yeah. And... With Jabril Peppers. Yeah. Like, and then they signed Trent Brown, who, granted, isn't worth what they're signing him for, but he's better than what they had before. The guy's a tank. I mean, I like it. I like it. Three first-round picks in this draft could be a lot on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. I honestly think they're going to end up with Kyler Murray. I don't think he's going to Arizona. I think Arizona's just kind of messing with people right now, trying to see what they can get for that pick. I kind of uh, want to see what they do with Carr there. I think Carr, I don't think Carr's that bad. I do think Carr is that bad. I don't, right. I don't like Carr at all. I think he's a slightly better version of his brother, who is terrible. Yeah, we don't talk about his brother. But but they also signed LaMarcus Joyner, too. And oh, LaMarcus Joyner is a great signing. I mean, and these are all, like, I mean, that's they're a, all that's decent. That's a Pro Bowl-level safety I for mean, a four, decent price. Yeah, 4-42, and 42, and then Williams they signed for 4-44. and 44. I mean, the offense is a lot better, and the defense is better. They, they got need a running picks. back. Yeah! And yeah. They, need, they need help on the offensive line. Trent yeah. Brown... They paid him, and they made him, like, the richest offensive lineman in history. Trent Brown is a terrible offensive lineman. I'm, I'm not going to bash on Trent Brown. I really like Trent Brown. I don't think he's pro, that bad. Pro Football Focus rated him a bottom 10 offensive lineman this year. Really? That's oh, crazy. Yeah. The only problem is he'd still graded ahead of the two tackles that the Raiders drafted last year. Okay, so they're better. So it's a slight improvement. He's not worth the money he got paid, but he's but they're better. If you can coach him up, he'll be okay. Because he's fucking huge. Yeah. But the Browns line coach might be the worst in the league. You mean not the, Raiders? the Browns, the Raiders. Yeah. I, I was just thinking of teams that lost a lot. And I just defaulted to Browns, which isn't even true anymore. No, they were seven, eight, and one last year. They were yeah. they were okay. No, but I, know, I think the Raiders are going to be – I mean, if they hit on two of the three first-round picks – They're they're sitting pretty. They are sitting pretty. Maybe they trade one of those picks. Maybe they go get something with one of those picks, you know? They if, go they, get it. if they can get Murray, maybe Bosa or Sweat, Williams with one of those top picks, they're, they're looking pretty good. I like it. I'm pro what Gruden's doing. At first, I thought he was crazy. But I mean, now I'm looking at what they did. And trading Khalil like Mack was dumb, but he's reassembling the franchise right now. He's making it the way he wants it. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I guess if you bring a guy in and you're like, you're here for 10 years, he's probably going to go, okay, then I'm going to do what I want to do then. 
Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I, I still I think like they're it. the fourth best team in that division this year, but I think their future um, is very bright. I think they might be the third. I think they might be better than Denver. I I'm not going to argue with you on that, just because I don't think. But Denver I mean, that's like saying that like good. two, like yeah. I mean, like you got two teams that might go six and ten, so like that doesn't mean a whole lot. But, yeah, but I I like what I like. I'm just going to say I like what Oakland's doing. I think Las Vegas is going to be good. Oh yeah, I'll put Vegas, it that way. Oakland's going to move to Vegas, and that they're going to be like eleven and five right off the bat. And Oakland, like people in Oakland, are going to be pissed. Oh. They're going to win every single home game just because every single person on the opposing team is going to have the Vegas flu. Mm. We saw it with the Knights. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that won't translate to the NFL where players yeah. party more? It's happening again with the Knights, too. The Knights are on fire. Oh, yeah. Knights are red hot. Yeah. Some, check some money down on uh, on the Las Vegas Knights. Watch Vegas money go line. deep, 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 deep into the playoffs. But that well, we might get into that later. Maybe. But yeah, the Raiders have a place to play. They've got a fuck ton of picks, and they're looking they're looking bright when they get to Vegas. Yeah, for sure. I like I I like what Oakland's doing. I'm pro Oakland. Can we I'm talk about Vegas. Baltimore now? Yep, we can talk about Baltimore because I know you've probably been chomping at the bit, buddy. The past two days have been such a fucking emotional roller coaster for me. I can imagine. Want to run me through it? So the Baltimore Ravens, after losing veteran safety Eric Weddle, beloved by the people of Baltimore, we might elect him mm-hmm. mayor. We love him. <laughs> mm-hmm. We then lost 13-year veteran, all with the Ravens, Terrell Suggs. Maybe it's 16 years. It's been forever. Where'd he go? He went to Arizona, which is like, oh. it's where he's from. So I can't retirement party. I mean, he's 37 years old. He just wants to go home. I, I, I'm not mad at him, but I thought he was going to be a career Raven. He was still very productive as a pass rusher last year. And I was very sad to see him go, but I wasn't like crying about it. You know, he's 37 years old. Right. However, immediately after we lose our leading tackler and defensive leader cj mosley to the jets mm-hmm. who paid him five million more than the next highest middle linebacker and at that point i kind of just lost it it was 12 30 a.m i'm sitting in bed thinking like why the fuck is this happening we're gonna be fucking ass yeah you're staring at like five wins like right in the face and then and then Zadarius Smith, our sack leader, moves on to. He signed mm-hmm. with the Packers, I think. He gets mm-hmm. sixteen and a half million. <laughs> this guy's never had double digit sacks. And the Packers are paying him sixteen and a half million. Sure, Aaron Rodgers is thrilled about that. You know who wasn't thrilled about it? Was it Utah? It was me. It was me. <laughs> I was not thrilled at all. But then when all hope was lost. So I'm just sitting at work today, all depressed. I decide I'm going to take a trip to McDonald's. I got myself some of the McDonald's nasty-ass chicken tenders, because Mm. even bad chicken tenders are good, for being honest. The secret is you got to get Big Mac sauce. 
It's not like an official dipping sauce, but you just ask for it. They'll give it to you. It's fine. And I get back to work, and my phone blew up because in the span of half an hour, the Baltimore Ravens got free safety Earl Thomas, otherwise Love known it. as the best free safety since Ed Reed. Mm-hmm. Also a Baltimore Raven. Little humble brag. And we got veteran running back Mark Ingram, who is the one person I wanted the Ravens to sign since the start. He is the exact fit for the system. Downhill runner, going to be great in the read option with Lamar. Let's fucking go. The Baltimore Ravens might win this division still. Well, that's a change from what we were saying. Like, Well, no, you said you didn't think that that the Browns would win anymore. But, yeah. No, they got better, I think. I think they might have just got better. They might be better. They've got... They've got the best secondary in the NFL. Can we agree? Um, I don't know if the numbers back that up. I think Chicago, New England are one and two, but you guys might have the most. Oh talent. no, no, no! Get the fuck out of here! With I'm New just England. saying. I thought P. I Stephen thought Pro Gilmore Football is good. I thought Pro Football Focus speaking, rated him. I thought Pro Football Focus rated him. No, then Pro Football Focus rated the secondaries, and they had Chicago, New England. Chicago, I might give you, but Chicago got worse because Adrian Amos moved on. New England, absolutely the fuck not. I think you just, I think you're just hating on it. I think you're just excited and you're hating on the Patriots. I'm not hating on the Patriots. Stephen Gilmore is the best cornerback in the league. Stephon Gilmore, give him. Shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> Marlon Brown is right on his fucking ass. All right. That's... Marlon Brown is a fucking stud. I don't doubt it. And Jimmy Smith is right there, too. We've got two top ten cornerbacks on our team. I'm just telling you what the numbers said, man. We've got the best safety in the league. Yeah. And we've got pro bowler Tony Jefferson. Not like you guys are probably like second best in the AFC. You're just not better than the Patriots. No, we are absolutely better than the Patriots. I Whatever, will not man. take any wanna... slander to the Ravens <laughs> secondary right you now. You can swim in that pond. I'll let you swim in it. it we finished comfy. number one as looks like in terms of defensive yards allowed last year. Yeah. You guys are good defense. That's why you that's why you won all those games. That's absolutely why we won all those games. Because we have the best secondary in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you wanna I mean look, I don't I don't agree with you, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change your mind, so as I'm clearly seeing. Yeah, you, you absolutely cannot because changing my mind would just be a fool's errand because you're wrong. You're, you're wrong, sir. Uh, I hear that so often. And at this point, it just goes in one ear and right out the other. Like, I, I, I think the Patriots are the better team. I'm not saying that's false. I think the Patriots have a fine secondary. I think the McCordy twins are pretty decent. They're not better than the Ravens. Yeah. All right. That's that's fine. I don't. Whatever. However, it's not going to matter when Baltimore plays New England because we're not going to throw a fucking pass. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Mark Ingram with Lamar Jackson. I'm fucking... Hard as a fucking rock right now. I know. You're going to be four yards in a cloud of dust every time. Thinking about four and a half yards per carry with a standard deviation of a half a yard. 
four yard yeah. run, five yard run, four yard run, first down, down your fucking throat. 12 minute drives, final score 14 to 7. Let's fucking go. Giddy up. Yeah. Hey, you know what just happened? Or can what, I just finish your. Um, it's not that big a deal. I, I just got a question for you. What's up? Who is the Ravens' number one receiver? Um, Earl Thomas. Probably. He might have finished with the most receptions <laughs> with, with the number of interceptions he's going to have. The actual answer is Willie Sneed out of the slot. Because I actually the, like Willie Sneed. I love Willie Sneed. Don't get me wrong. But we don't have an outside receiver. We've got Chris Moore, who plays a few games, is mostly a returner and special teams guy. And then two guys who didn't play a single game in their rookie year. We don't have a receiver under contract. And we don't need one. You should sign Chris Hogan. Buddy, at this point, I'd take it. I was disappointed we didn't re-sign Brashad Perriman, who's more... Who was responsible for more interceptions than he was receptions for the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, that's a tough look. But um, you know who's a, who's a receiver who's no longer on the market now? Who? Philip Dorsett. He where, just where'd Dorsett go? He went back to New England. Oh, I mean that's one, that's fine. One year deal. I'm not. Yeah, mad I like about that. I like Dorsett. I'm, I'm, I think he's solid. I like him too. I think he's kind of a draft bust in the same realm as Perriman, but I think like for what you're paying him, he's going to be real solid. Yeah, one-year deal, so it's probably going to be a low money. Yeah. Plus, he, he plays pretty well in the system. I mean, he's had some yeah. big catches for the Patriots. So. I mean, he, he's not a number one receiver like the Colts hoped he was. Yeah. But when you're he's paying good... him as a three or a four, he's a real solid yeah. contributor. Perfect. Yeah. It's like he might, he might go off a game and like win you a game or something, but like he's not going to do it every week, and that's fine. I thought you were bringing some Golden Tate news at me. No, if, if Golden Tate had signed with somebody, I would have interrupted you. When I say it's not that big a deal, it's, I mean, it's not that big a deal. I like Dorsett. I'm happy he's back, but I wasn't, you know, I'm not like jumping off the walls. All right. What other important free agents were there? Um, Landon Collins signed with the Washington Redskins. Landon Collins is a hell of a safety. <clears throat> I think it was the second best safety in this year's draft. Uh, free agent class. Sorry. Yeah, probably. But going to Washington's a waste of time, right? Yeah, I mean, he went there for the money, clearly. I mean, they're going to have Case Keenum at quarterback probably because Alex Smith's leg's about to fall off. So Yeah, Alex Smith is dead. I think Colt McCoy wins that job, to be honest. Really? Oh, yeah, big Colt guy. R.I.P. Case Keenum. R.I.P. Case Keenum. Um. Let's see. D Ford's going to get traded to the Niners, Niners, assuming they can work at a deal. That's uh, bigger for the Chiefs than it is for the Niners. Am I wrong? Uh, yes, except for the, the Niners are going to be paying him five years and $87.5 million. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge contract. And I think the Niners are better than people give him credit for because Jimmy G's back and they get Jared McKinnon back. Yeah, I mean, they get like, just like the Niners are going to be right. Play. They're going to be right in the the NFC wild card picture. I think. Yeah, for sure, they should have been kind of like right in it this year, but Jimmy G's leg also fell off. But so. the the most important thing here is that the the Kansas City Chiefs lost their two best pass rushers and their safety 
and their safety. R.I.P. Their, uh, their defense was already predicated on getting to the quarterback. That's all they really had. They were like one of the top teams in the leagues in, in sacks. And that's just gone. Yeah. So now it's just yeah. a bad secondary and a bad front seven. And they're going to try to win every game 57-54. Yeah, I don't know what they're <laughs> going to do. Because like, it's not like you can go out and get somebody. Like, Aren't all the best players gone? I mean, uh, Ronald Darby's still floating out there, cornerback. Yeah, is he going to replace everything you've lost, though? He, I mean, he makes your secondary better. Which is convenient after you just made it worse by cutting Barry. Yeah, no, that that's definitely worse. Didn't the Chiefs sign someone pretty decent to their secondary? I can't. Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew, honey badger. But is he better than Eric? He's Barry? not better than Eric Barry though. No, you did so get. I don't worse know there. what I don't know what they're doing. But he's uh, going to be on the field more. I mean, Eric Barry's got some injury problems. That's true. I feel bad for Eric Barry. Yeah, I mean, R.I.P. Um. Let's see. Nick Foles signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't Big give contract. a shit. Okay, moving on. Um, Actually, I do want to talk about that for a little bit. Okay, go for it. Because if the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to pay someone eighty plus million dollars just because he has a giant fucking hammer between his legs, can we get Pete Davidson to back him up? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. That's clearly what they're going off of. That's all you need. Yeah. All right, so we, we've solved Jacksonville. They're Super Bowl bound. Todd? And back. I hate it when I lose reception like that. Fucking drives me crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's less than optimal. Yeah, but whatever. The fans get a nice little transition in the middle of the, in the, middle of the podcast. Figure, it's why'd good they, for you. Why did they just stop talking about that? It's like, uh, we, um, you know, casually just lost connection. It's not that big a deal. Besides, sometimes we just we, we just want to stop talking about big dicks. It makes us a little bit jealous. I don't know about you, man. I'm totally comfortable with my micro penis, but whatever. Funny. I kind of want to talk about the Lions, though. Yeah, let's talk about the Lions. Because they're kind of turned into, like, Gillette North, I guess. Like, Gillette, Michigan? I don't know. But signed Danny Amendola to a one-year, four-and-a-half million dollar deal, which I think is good for... Stafford, because Danny's notorious for getting open in situations where nobody else can. Um, Justin Is Coleman. He, though? Yes, Todd. Justin Coleman. though? I'm not going to do this with you. Justin please, Col- please, please, please do this with me. I don't want Because Danny Amendola is not famous for that when he's not playing with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Let's look at his numbers that he had last year with the Dolphins. I'm going I'm to check this out. Danny Amendola. This is good shit right here. Looking this up. There is a reason they cut him. He had 59 receptions for 575 yards last year. It's a Danny Amendola year. So they they dumped down to him. He was a check down machine. That's what he does. The most receiving yards he's he's ever had was 666. Or 689, actually, with LA. Oh, no. I'm clicking my boots. The fucking Lions Super Bowl bound. I don't, I don't hate the move. I just like the move. I don't know what to tell you. I think Pat Sander gets sentimental about him. Yes, we are. And we wanted to see him and Olivia Culpo get back together. We were all on that train. All right. What else do they do? Um, they signed Trey Flowers to a massive contract. 
five years, sixteen million per season officially, but I think there's like ten million in bonus like that he can get. So it's like five years, ninety million. Where Greg, he's overpaid, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like he's a good player, but he's not like that good of a player. He definitely stepped his game up towards the end of the year and into the playoffs. Yeah. But as an edge rusher, he had what, seven and a half sacks in the regular season? I think it was nine. I have to go look him Was up it too. nine? Yeah, hold on. I'll tell you in a second. Trey Flowers. Flowers had. Da, 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 da. Let me see what we got over here. Tackles for loss. Solo. So he had seven and a half. Let's go. All right. So we didn't know your shit. He averages seven sacks a year when he plays. When he, so, like, that's real solid numbers. I mean, that's basically what Zadarius Smith was producing i mean yeah. he, they got paid basically the same yeah as he's far as um, per year ago he's on the field though like he's he's on the field for every game so that's appealing too i think you got a guy yeah. that you know is going to be out there i mean it's a real solid pickup and i know new england was devastated at the loss i think you upgraded when you got bennett um only time will tell because like he's got a Hashtag do your job, which is a bigger yeah. deal than it should be. But I mean, if he if he if Bennett plays up to his potential and he learns the system, then yeah, talent wise, for sure, probably. So, count me underwhelmed on both moves as far as the Lions go. How about Justin Coleman, four years, thirty six to play the slot, play uh, in the slot in the nickel. Oh no, not no. whatever. Whatever will Mitch Trubisky do? I'm so worried. Mm. All right, so you're not as into the Lions as I am. I'm really not. I don't think the Lions got significantly better this offseason. I think they're still the Lions. I think they're going to lose that Thanksgiving Day game. They're I don't think they're going to seven and the nine. wild card. Seven and nine sounds about right. <clears throat> right. Um, just looking through here, I don't want to miss anything important. I mean, there's been a ton of signings, but... I also shout out to uh, the... Cardinals for starting up the retirement home again and getting Suggs. Yeah, that's exactly what they needed. A 37-year-old middle linebacker. Not at all an offensive line. That that would be too inconvenient. Why would you want to help your young quarterback out? I don't yeah, fuck that. that. Let's just draft a new one. Um, I think that about covers it. Because we talked about Weddle on Saturday. Can we talk about who's still out there? You have a list for that? Because I'm looking at guys that have signed already. Off the top of my head, I know Justin Houston is a hell of a pass rusher out there on the market. Mm, yeah. I would love to see him lined up in Baltimore, but I don't think it's going to happen because that guy yeah. means fucking business. Well, who needs one? <laughs> I mean, everyone needs one. That's true. You can always, you can, you really can't have too much pass rush nowadays. I think the Jets are going to overspend on him because that's just what the Jets have been doing. Yeah, they're spending a lot of money. That's probably right. I could see Cleveland making a move at him. They got cap room. Indy? hasn't spent any of their cap space. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Indianapolis? Get on it. Yeah, they have, uh, they're they loaded up right now, aren't they? They could, be, they could be signing everyone. So don't be surprised if Justin Houston ends up in Indianapolis. But he is a hell of a talent. Washington just cut Zach Brown today, who is probably the best inside linebacker that came onto the market this year. Even better than C.J. Mosley, which hurts to say. I love C.J., but Zach Brown's a fucking animal. Yeah, you were, so you want him bad, don't you? Oh, yeah. 
I told you, if if the Ravens signed Zach Brown, I would be doing this entire podcast while jerking off. Right, which we just don't need. We just don't need that. For the audience at home, I am not touching my winner right now, I promise. Yeah, so Houston's the uh, top available free agent still. Um, KJ Wright is the second available. So. KJ Wright. Sure. Uh, Eric Berry is a hell of a safety addition. You're probably going to get him for cheap because of the injury concerns. Yeah, maybe. It's a possibility. This is where teams like the Pats come into play because you don't give up a compensatory pick when you sign a guy that was cut. Yeah, I could see Barry being a Patriot for sure. Ooh, Nadamakan Sue's out there. Nadamakan Sue's out there. He's not as dominant as he once was, but he's still a hell of a, a pass rush guy on the interior. Good player. Good player. He, pl- he played a lot of edge defender in Los Angeles, actually. So he's a real versatile guy for your defensive line. Ziggy Ansa kind of kind of yells, kind of screams Patriot almost. Fun name, good pass rusher. Yeah. I don't think he gets he's been hurt healthy a lot. for a while. Yeah, he gets hurt a lot. But when he's healthy, he's a game changer. Uh, Ronald Darby's out here still. Cornerback. I mean, if you need help in your secondary, he's, he's the guy to get. Jared Cook, tight end. All right, so we've officially reached mediocrity. Yeah, he's 20. He was there originally. He's like their 21st available. He, he's been listed to the Patriots a lot. Actually. Yeah, so that's what that, I've been seeing. That rumor's been popping up all over the place, but I haven't seen anything like official, official on that. So I wouldn't be mad. I'd take that. I'd take that over Bennett. Oh, yeah, you absolutely got to take that so, over Bennett. DJ Marty can go suck a dick. I wouldn't mind having him back just to like keep his brother happy. Keep his I'd, brother yeah. in line. Sure, but sign him for like a veteran minimum. Pat's nation has been so excited to get Martellus Bennett back. And I'm just thinking, like, why? What the fuck did he ever do? I just to want you? him I just want him back just to um just to keep his brother happy. I just think Yeah, that that you want to have the most pairs of brothers in NFL history. Ooh, maybe the funnest name in the NFL is a free agent. Hit me. Ha ha Clinton Dix. Oh, the the one the one man punchline. Yeah. And I'm gonna stop there because after that, this is just. This is I mean, good. he's a better name than he is a safety. Yeah, <laughs> but goddamn, I love him. Yeah, I wouldn't be <laughs> mad if he was on somebody I had to watch in primetime often, just so I could see. <laughs> Clinton, Clinton Dix. Dix. Yeah, that's funny on too many levels. Uh, yeah, I mean, then it's like Morris Claiborne. So fuck that. So that's I, it, man. Like that's like the big ones remaining. I got a question for you. Yeah. Would Haha Clinton Dix be an NFL player? If Bill Clinton didn't get a blowjob in the Oval Office, who probably not. If Clinton didn't have like a super probably not promiscuous, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you can't go, ha, Clinton Dix, what's the point of him? Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. I think he's mostly popular just because uh, Bill Clinton got got a blowjob allegedly. Shout out Slick Willie. Yeah, boy. All right, what's next? Been at this for a while. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Jose Canseco real quick. Ooh, okay. Because that boy's lost his fucking mind. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Jose Canseco recently started offering tours of the wilderness, promising to show you aliens and Bigfoot. Which For how much, though? $5,000? 
Sounds like a deal to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're seeing aliens and Bigfoot. Yeah, 5,000 seems like chump change if I'm going to get to see these two legendary but my thing legendary is, creatures. I don't think aliens and Bigfoot have the same habitat. I, I wouldn't know. I'm not Jose Canseco. Everything I've seen about aliens says that they like nice desert environments with flat ground to land their little alien spaceships in. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot is a woodland creature. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I can't disagree with you there. I, I, however, I did watch all four hours and 48 minutes of the Joe Rogan and Alex Jones podcast, and I can tell you that I think aliens are interdimensional species. So... So sure. they go to their other dimensions. That's what they do. However, the, even start with me. The big news about Conseco is that he started calling out Alex Rodriguez on Twitter. Yeah, fucking his wife. Crazy. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Which like, and his wife was never uh, J Lo, so he's talking about A Rod cheating on J Lo uh, with Jessica Conseco. Yeah. So Jose Conseco got cucked by Alex Rodriguez apparently. And he is now taking his revenge through Twitter, even posting his own phone number to try to have J-Lo call him, which apparently lasted zero minutes because you can't post your phone number online. You can't. No, you just can't. Yeah. um, Maybe it's the roids. Yeah. I mean, roid rage is a serious thing here, folks. Do not inject hormones into your butthole. He was doing the OG shit, too. I mean, he was doing those cow steroids. So, oh, yeah. I mean, him I mean, and A-Rod were doing them together, right? Uh, Allegedly? I don't, remember what, I don't remember what Jose said in his book. Probably. Probably back in the day. Maybe. Back in the day. He's probably know, just A-Rod jealous a that A-Rod's though. not roid raging out. I think A-Rod had a different roid because um, he didn't put the same build as Canseco. I mean, can't look, have you ever seen like a picture of Jose Canseco from like when he was like in his heyday? Oh yeah, yeah. That guy, that guy didn't look human. A Rod at least still looked human. He was he was like big. He's you know like he's a big guy, but he didn't look like like you you could foresee that happening in a gym. You know? Yeah, that's fair. I think he was on some more advanced stuff. He was on that HGH. That's like the new thing you got to look out for because they can't really test for that. I don't think there's a new thing they can't test for. You have to, like, get caught doing it. It's got to be, like, in a bus. That's how Braun and A-Rod got caught the last time. So, I think that's what A-Rod was doing. It's like, it's like blood transfusion. It's weird shit. It's kind of like some dark arts bullshit. Speaking of people who have been uh, cheating, you want to... Becky? Oh, that's a good segue. I got to stop acknowledging your segues. You fucking... Every time you do it, it's like, wow, that's oh, really yeah. good. I'm, I'm you're like, bro. yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, so that's funny. Uh, you want to run me through? Did you read up on the case? Oh yeah. Okay, so, so run me through what happened because I actually have like a I have an opinion of this, and it's it's probably not that hot of a take. But run everybody through the case, including myself, um, and we'll talk about it. So the feds have been cracking down because there's been a widespread scandal of affluent people in America paying university athletic coaches to get them to put their children on athletic rosters to get them scholarships, even if these children don't play the sport. 
Uh, and this has been big schools. We're talking USC, Stanford, Yale. Like, the top schools in America. And caught up in the center of it, the most notable person indicted is Aunt Becky from Full House. Yeah. She paid $500,000 to get her daughters into USC. How much does it cost? I mean, USC costs a lot of money not to get in. Right. Like, this feels odd. The whole thing feels weird. Like, because, like, why don't you just. Aunt Becky, how dumb are your daughters that they can't get into this state school? Yeah, I saw some of the things that her daughter said too. She's like, I'm going there for like game days and like, what was it? And the party. Yeah, it's like, well, no shit, but like, you know, like we all did. Like, that's why we all went to college for the most part. But like, we also managed to like at least pass, pass enough classes to get through. It's not that hard. Take it like seriously. So, anyone can talk about how like easy it is to pass college if you put minimal effort in, it's probably me. I mean, buddy. I mean, I'm not going to argue that you put in minimal effort, but I got a fucking engineering degree and I have no effort. Right. It's not that hard. Like, I mean, all you have to do is not be the dumb daughter of a millionaire. I don't, but how dumb is the millionaire, though, to think you got to pay 500 grand to, like, get your kid to school? No, Aunt Becky's a smart lady. Aunt Becky's perfect. I will not take any slander right. for her. Right. I mean, I'd hit it. <laughs> her daughter's my, my ideal woman, though. Cause she's a fucking rocket and she's dumb as shit. Yeah, she she's she sounds stupid. She almost she's almost too stupid for me. I can't she's name also... a woman alive that I, I want to get with more than Aunt Becky's daughter. I will marry that woman right now. Are you sure she's of age? Let's get that yeah, out of the way real quick. Right, that doesn't mean anything. She's been in college for years. Oh, has she? Okay, yeah. never mind. Never mind. No, she's not like a freshman or anything. Okay. That's what I was concerned about. 19-year-old. I just got to so, get myself in that Aunt Becky family because, goddamn, I love her. I'd be more into the mom, honestly. That's kind of oh, how yeah. I roll. Well, out. I mean, the yeah. daughter's a smoke, but, goddamn, Aunt Becky's yeah. an all-time milf. Yeah, no, that made Saturday morning that made Saturday morning easy. Or awkward, depending on how old you were. Yeah. It got awkward A little waistband a tuck Saturday morning. Yeah. Yep. All of a sudden, the those uh, those sweatpants were were a little too tight. But enough with enough with young Kern and his and his childhood erections. But uh, yeah. So look for serious academic sanctions to come down on, on the schools involved here. I can't imagine the NCAA is too happy to be involved in something like this, where. Rich kids are getting scholarships because God knows that's worth not paying actual athletes. So, dude, it's still funny that um, it's still funny that she paid that much money for her kid to go to school when it's like it probably would have been cheaper, honestly, for her just to go. Well, like and just pay the regular tuition. She whatever that was. In. You don't think was she that? Oh dumb? no, no. I think USC has something like a 44% acceptance rate. Well, then buy like a building or something. Like donate a building. Like you're paying enough as it is. Buy a fucking tutor for your daughter. That too. Do something. I don't. <laughs> that think, seems but... like the most practical thing to do. I mean, she's dumb as shit. A kid doesn't really deserve to go. 
a dad like make video and's like here um i'll donate this if you let your if you like my kid gets in and it's kind of oh, like yeah a, yeah, yeah, oh, like, yeah that works like whatever and like it's in like and somehow it's like legal like it's somehow like written in or whatever where it's like yeah if there's like a donation or something like the kid like there's like ways around this where it doesn't have to be illegal oh yeah i mean you're paying five hundred thousand dollars for two children to go to usc they you, just buy them a new building yeah do something like that and your kid's in and that's then, what regular rich people do at that point she's hot so she'll probably find a way to like get someone to do her homework or something i mean she'll finesse some probably, dude she'll into figure it. it out yeah let her be resourceful let her let her find a like, way worst case scenario is she has a less than stellar sex tape with an up-and-coming rapper and becomes the next Kardashian family. Mm. I wouldn't have wished that on Aunt Becky until now. But now I kind of want to see it. Would you rather see Chris Jenner or Aunt Becky on TV? Aunt Becky. Aunt Becky. All yeah, right, this is my, sure. official, my official plea to whoever's listening. Can we get Aunt Becky for Kardashians trending? Mm, probably not. I need to see what's going on with that family. Yeah, I wonder what the I wonder what family dinner is like right now. It seems like it's some fucked up shit, apparently, and I Dude, love it. I just saw a headline. I need more on Becky in my life. Hold on, you want to know what I just saw? Hold on. What do you guys see? I can't pull it up again. I have to look it back up. Her daughter was um, her daughter was aboard the yacht of a USC's board of trustee chairman, and she had to be like taken off of it because of because of this. So her daughter was just chilling on a on an official's yacht amid all this all this shit, and she just got off of it. So something tells me like this might run even deeper than deeper than that. Because what's a student doing on a on a on like a USC's board of trustees chairman, the chairman's yacht? What's she doing Sucking on that? Dick. that? You would think, right? Yeah, that doesn't look good. So yeah, this is going to be fun. But they're also like, there's got to be more of so, this, right? There's been what like... you're telling me is that Aunt Becky's daughter, Andy kinged her way into the university after her mom paid five hundred thousand dollars, half can a either, million. I can either confirm nor deny, but it would seem interesting that her daughter was on that yacht. Oh no, Aunt Becky, no. Yeah, her daughter can't be that dumb. She like figured, you know, she's figuring that out, you know. Someone tell like, Aunt Becky's else? daughter I said sup. What else is she getting for being on that yacht, you know? There's going to be more. The perks got to be worth it. Besides just being on a yacht, being 19 and being on a yacht all weekend. Oh, no. But, yeah, so that happened. At least Aunt Becky got arrested for a crime of love, though, right? Like, if you want to call it that. She just wanted her daughters to be mildly successful. And she knew she wasn't going to be. Is that really how your kid gets mildly successful? I guess it's like all about networking. Just like get a college degree. I know plenty of people don't have a college degree. Mm, I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I feel Make like some they would contacts. Been... Find a nice, successful man. She's already rich, though. Like, so I don't think she, she would have. I feel like she would have like, been doing just fine. She probably has like huge Instagram followers. She just needs a degree to get a job and do something with her life, right? Like, Aunt Becky was not doing this out of, like, she wasn't trying to gain the system. She just wanted her daughter to go to fucking college. 
Yeah. Uh, I guess. I really don't. I don't have any sympathy. I don't care. I love Aunt Becky, all right? She's, get it, she's get it. my original know. celebrity crush, man. My first boner, Aunt Becky. Really? I mean, oh, I yeah. Huh. I'm trying to think. I don't even know who mine was. Probably some Bond girl. I watched a lot of James Bond as a kid. That's why you're so fucked up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Also, haha, Clinton Dix visiting with the Bears. <laughs> uh, what next? The Otters? <laughs> Maybe. Expansion uh, team. <laughs> All right. Gross. Um, let me think. Anything else? Anything important happen? Nah, man. I, I, I think this has been enough. You think? Let me take we, a look. We've talked about both of our adolescent boners. We just got to get out of here. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Hold on. Uh. Yeah, that's enough. Yep. 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 Yeah, that'll do. I just looked at the list. It's fine. We got enough here. Yeah. All right. All right. So, crew. um, hold on. Let's get the let's get the WTP stuff out of the way. So, if you like this podcast and you're into uh, people having having fun conversations about sports, head on over to WTPSports.com and head over to our podcast section and find a bunch of other podcasts that are way better than ours. And if you stick around, read some fun articles there. I know the boys have been pumping them out lately. And... Buy some merch. We got some fun stuff in there. Some real fun t-shirts. Some pretty cool hoodies. They'll make you look yoked. Uh, and uh, while you're at it, go ahead to WTP Sportsbook on Twitter. Send them a DM telling, telling them that uh, Curran and Todd sent you. And uh, get in on some action here. I mean, we started offering reduced juice on our lines. Yep. That is fucking huge for March Madness. Yeah, I mean, there's a ton of college basketball that can still be bet on. So get your ass moving on that. Join the degenerate gamblers um, around the world and hop in on this on, on this all this action. This is the um, best time of year to be gambling on sports, folks. Let me think. Anything else? Oh, go follow the at pregame beer Twitter page if you haven't already. And make sure you follow at WTP Sports Twitter page. Absolutely. Follow both of those. That's how you're going to get up-to-the-minute updates about what we're doing and really just how we know that we're not doing terribly. If you don't, I might commit Sapoku. There you go. Whatever the fuck that is. Um, That's Japanese ritualistic suicide, my friend. Wow, just throw that out there at the end of the podcast. All right, cool. Um, And You learned something today. Let me think. Anything else? Do I have anything else? Oh, if you guys have anything you want us to talk about, shoot Todd or I a DM. Or DM the pregame beer Twitter page. We love to hear from you. All right. Well, I think that just wraps wraps up this week, Karen. Um, Yeah, we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Have a very, very happy and safe St. Patrick's Day to all my Irish brothers and sisters out there. Even if you're not Irish, just go out and see some, see some drunk Irishmen and women. They're good people. They're a little scary sometimes. Um, I can s- speak to that personally. But uh, for I the most part, local pub. 
yeah, for the most part, they're they're great people, and they just want to get drunk with you, and they'll they'll welcome you in. So do that. Have a fun, safe St. Patrick's Day, everybody. All right. Well, stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs>